For the week of November 13th, 2023, this is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and a doctor in clinical nutrition who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. Every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week we're talking about a very particular fiber called beta-glucan. Mm-hmm. And its role in helping to quell food cravings and actually sort of reduce your appetite. It works on the body in very similar way to some of the current uh, weight loss uh, medications are doing. Mm. So I, I'm continually interested in looking at natural ways to do this. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that sort of kind of came to my mind as I was reading about beta-glucan um, is when I was in my very early days of uh, weight loss and being a part of a 12-step program for, uh, you know, overeaters and food addiction, one of the things that was recommended in that program was eating a serving of oat bran every day. Mm. And it was, I, I never really, I mean, understood why that particular food was the one that was recommended as opposed to like whole grain bread or, you know, even a bowl of oatmeal, you know, mm-hmm. it was, I mean, it was specifically oat bran. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, today, what we know about uh, oat, oats and oat bran is that they, specifically the bran of oats is very high in this particular type of fiber called beta-glucan. Mm-hmm. Um, we also find beta-glucan in high quantities in barley and also in rye. Mm. So now barley and rye are glutinous grains. So for people who are, uh, you know, celiac and couldn't do those particular grains because of the gluten that might also come along with it, um, oats, oats and oat bran would be a good alternative because you can get gluten-free oat bran. Mm-hmm. Um, so very interestingly, no, no. So what does this do? So, you know, when we think about these, uh, the, the whole satiety factor in the body is really sort of revolved around this particular hormone called, uh, GLP one or glucagon like protein peptide one. Um, and what it does is it, you know, when you eat this fiber, it increases your body's production of this particular hormone. And then what that does is it signals a brain that you have, that you're, you've eaten and that it basically hangs around in your body long enough to be able to eat, not only to quell your appetite for a number of hours after you have eaten, but then it also kind of quells your hunger for the next meal Mm. even like you know normally if you eat a meal that doesn't have a lot of fiber in it when the next meal time comes around you're probably feeling pretty super hungry by that point right Mm -hmm. so 
when you have enough of this type of fiber in your diet, you basically, it just stabilizes your blood sugar levels all along. And then it also helps to work on the appetite centers of your brain. Mm -hmm. So this is really important. So um, I thought it would be really interesting to just kind of take people through a little scenario here. So so to understand why this particular fiber is is important for producing this GLP-1 hormone is, you know, let's kind of look at what happens when you don't eat much fiber. So let's say you uh, get up in the morning and you're hungry and you just, you know, you go and you eat a typical uh, American breakfast of maybe a bagel or an English muffin or even, you know, a couple of pieces of white bread um, and then maybe a fried egg. And when I when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking of these these very famous breakfast sandwiches that you can buy at a fast food or or you could make at home even. But basically, it's like a fried egg inside of a bagel or inside of an English muffin or just having it on a plate with a couple of pieces of white bread that's toasted. So as this food moves into the small intestine, many of the nutrients such as the carbohydrates, the fats and the amino acids that are resulting from the breakdown of proteins will trigger a bunch of activity in your blood and your brain. And this food will activate cells in your intestines, which are going to release a bunch of hormones. And one of those hormones is the GLP-1, which is known as that satiation hormone. Mm-hmm. And, and these hormones tell your body to start absorption and to su- suppress your hunger signal. So basically, you slow down your eating and eventually you stop because you're satisfied. Now, at this point, the GLP-1 will kick into action. It's also going to stimulate the release of insulin, which uh, and also slows down how quickly the food moves from your stomach to the intestine. So, and that and that's important because it you, you don't use up all your fuel all at once. Basically, the insulin is there to kind of help regulate and slow things down. Um, and then, of course, you have all of these signals going to the brain and um, turning on the signaling pathways. And um, But if you don't have any fiber in the breakfast, like you didn't, in an hour or two, you're going to be, your GLP levels are going to drop really low again, mm-hmm. and then you're going to be hungry, like I said before. So now what we found is there's some studies showing that beta-glucan is, it's a very specific type of fiber that signals the brain in the same way that these weight loss drugs are doing. Mm. It's creating more of this GLP-1, and it's helping to reduce the amount of hunger that occurs in between meals, and it kind of stops your cravings. One of the things that I remember so well about my own experience with it, and then, of course, all of the people that were in my support groups with me who were also eating the oat bran, one is everyone was losing weight, but what was really fascinating was the cravings were gone. Mm-hmm. We just weren't feeling those cravings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, fast forward some years, and I developed a, a, a muffin mm-hmm. made out of oat bran. Mm-hmm. And I would have people, you know, when I would go out and do le- talks in the health food stores, people come up to me and say, why is it when I eat this muffin, I don't feel hungry afterward? Mm-hmm. Um, and why is it when I eat this muffin that, um, you know, my blood sugars don't go up? Like, you know, I'd have people who have type 2 diabetes that would say to me, 
my blood sugar levels don't spike after I eat these muffins. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was specifically the oat bran that was doing that. At least that's what we know now, mm-hmm. right? So this is a, a really, I think it's a really important thing because, I mean, I'm obviously, I'm all about food as medicine. Yep. Um, I know that medications can be very helpful for people, but they have side effects, you know, the, and we, we know some pretty significant side effects from some of the, the weight loss drugs that are out there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas eating oat bran doesn't have really any side effects mm-hmm. other than, you know, maybe if you don't drink enough water, you, you know, you have too much fiber coming through. So, mm-hmm. so now the important thing about this particular fiber, beta-glucan, is that it's, it's what we call a fermentable type of fiber. So when it, when it gets into the uh, into the gut, the the gut bacteria can start working on it and breaking it down, and they're also part of the whole um, signaling process to that goes to the brain. So it has to be a, a very particular type of fiber that that helps mm-hmm. with the regulation of appetite. It's, so it can't be just any old type of fiber, you know, and we, we finding that a lot of companies are now like adding fiber to their foods. We call these functional foods where they're trying to up the fiber. Um, but not all of those fibers necessarily work the same way on the appetite regulation. Mm. So you could be, you know, taking all of these other fibers and not having the same result Mm. that you would get from either beta glucan, which is found in oat bran, you know, oats have it too, but just remember that it's concentrated in the bran. So if you just take the bran from the oat, you're going to get a higher amount of beta-glucan than if you had the same amount of oatmeal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, rye and barley have this in it too. You can get really good quality, just like 100% rye bread. I'm not talking about the Jewish rye, which is typically rye flour mixed with white flour. This is really you know, dark brown, very dense rye bread that you can buy in health food stores, that would have a a good amount of beta-glucan in it as well. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, barley, which a lot of people don't eat a lot of barley, but you could. You can buy barley and add it to your soups or even make cook it just like rice and eat it as a side dish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I know the the D's Naturals muffins are no longer on sale, but we I'm pretty sure we have the home recipe on our website. And that that recipe is available to everyone now, yes. So uh, we'll have a link to that. We'll put a link to that, absolutely. Anything more before we go, Dee? No, just go out and get yourself some oat bran. All right, all right. <laughs> Thank you, Dee, for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Processed Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processedfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.